and welcome to a cast of Ice and Fire, the official Game of Thrones podcast of MovieMingler.com. I'm Nick, and I'm joined by Chris of the House Targaryen. Hello. And also joined by the SA Wine Guy himself, Tate of the House Tyrell. Yes. And I'm Nick of the House Stark. How is everybody? I'm not happy with House Tyrell just bossing me around today. I'm the I'm freaking the new ruler of the of the world, probably maybe. And you're telling me how to run my freaking kingdom. Yeah, well, look how many Tyrells there are left. We're doing good. Right? <laughs> you should listen to us. We're survivors. Yeah, we're doing better than Stark. And today we are reviewing Season 7, Episode 2 of Game of Thrones, which is called... Come on, Tate, tell me what it's called. It's called Storm... Yes? No, 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 no. Storm... Something to do with giving birth. Storm! Uh, Storm birth. No, Stormborn! Stormborn. Yeah, Season 7, Episode 2 of Game of Thrones, Stormborn. But before we start talking about the show, I wanted to mention one little piece of news that I was reading during the week that I had to share on here. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, if you remember back to last year, you probably don't. But I, if don't you, I don't remember what we started talking about at the beginning of this pod. Uh, well, last year I talked about the ratings for Season 6 mm-hmm. at the time and how every season premiere... And then season finale of the show rose in ratings. Yep. And then the next year's premiere was bigger than the years before finale. Mm-hmm. So the show unbelievably just raised every finale premiere. Mm-hmm. Until season six where it actually dropped. Oh, yeah. And I remember saying on this podcast, that might be the sign of the show, you know, not being not popular, but just it's already peaked. Yep. But then the um, finale really? came along uh, of last year and it just was the biggest, most watched episode ever again. And then have you guys seen what this year's ratings were for the I premiere? I have not, no. Now, this is... This is unbelievable. For an example, last year's finale was 8 million viewers. Mm-hmm. Watched oh, okay. it live. Then, then I have seen it, yes. 8 million viewers watched it live. Yep. This year, watched it live including streaming and all this stuff. Are we talking America though? This is just America okay, for now. But sorry. we're going to get more deeper in a minute. Yeah. But this is just America's numbers first. And you got to remember, HBO is premium. Not everyone has it at all. It's no. very expensive. Last week's premiere of Game of Thrones had 16.1 million 16? Streamed viewers. Yeah, oh, streamed after. Like It had 10.1 oh, live, yeah. then 16.1. I had 10.1. But it had 16.1 overall, including the streamers. Mm-hmm. Well, that was the population that's, that's of Australia more, back in 1993. That's more than like the big the big shows on network TV, almost. That, Un- that's more than Big Bang Theory has these days. In that, it's on HBO. Mm-hmm. It's unbelievable. And did you also Don't know... Game of Thrones. In the, first, uh, in the first few days that the torrent was available, that episode was downloaded over 90 million times. 90 million 90 million. In the, on TV in Australia, legally, which cost a fortune because I paid for it, $20 a bloody month on Showtime, uh, it got nearly a million viewers on its first two showings on that one day. So that's just, even in Australia, it gets a million. I network television, big shows, except for maybe a few of them, mm. in general don't get a million viewers. No. And this show got 900-something thousand. Well, on Fox, on Fox Still Play it, and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, I watched it on Fox Still Play. It was great. Um, and I must say, and tell me if I'm being hyperbolic here, but I wanted to bring that up because... I think this is hands down the biggest television phenomenon ever worldwide. I don't think there's ever been a show that the day it airs is watched by as many people around the world ever. I mean, it's unbelievable the numbers this show's getting. And I just think it, we, might be, we might be in the midst of the biggest TV show ever. Especially with the cost to watch in America. The cost to watch it here are better now that Fox still plays coming. Yes, yeah, $15 a month instead, isn't it? Yeah, instead of, what, $60. Well, I pay $20 extra over my normal package. Yeah. Overall, I pay like $80 for Fox still now because i got sport and all that. Yeah. Um, so it's expensive. So it's better, uh, but it's a step in the right direction. Uh, I, think it's, I think it's great. But yeah, I mean, it's a pop culture phenomenon. 
and it's Game of Thrones. It's just like it's it's so know, good too. It's, fa- it's it's a fantasy that you know I wouldn't think would ever become that that huge. I don't. Well, I, I love you know things like Star Wars. I don't usually like things like Game of Thrones. I've never gotten the love for Lord of the Rings. I'm, yeah. I'm always yeah. on Game too many dragons. Game of Thrones. I don't like dragons. There's nothing wrong with them. I mean, they're both like medieval fantasy shows or stories. Mm. And even though they were born from like George R. R. Martin wanting to write his own Lord of the Rings, yeah. they're very different. Now. Yes, yes. They're yeah. very different. I love them both, but they both hold a different place in storytelling. They're very yeah. different. I just think, yeah, we're living in the. I mean, normally when you get to X Files, by the time you got to season seven, the show's nowhere near as big as it was. Like, it's already dropping off season seven. That's Last tw- year with David Duchovny. episodes a season, it's different. Uh, Lost by season six was already wailing. I watched it all the way, but it wasn't as big as it was. No. Like, every show by now is gone. And I'm talking about one-hour dramas. I know, I know Friends was huge still and all that stuff, but I just well, that, think... Well, that was also the 90s before Netflix yeah. and stuff like that. Those show And sitcoms are easier, I think, yeah. to... To keep the yeah, audience keep going the because they're, they're not as selective. This is a serialised story that's really violent and full of sex and stuff, and that normally turns people off. Mm-hmm. It is an unbelievable phenomenon. I think we're living it's in the midst of it. turning people on. It's turning me on to quality television. Mm. What a great day Mondays are becoming now in Australia because I get Game of Thrones and then I get Twin Peaks right after... And that's amazing as well. It is amazing. Should we talk about Twin Peaks? Or, I wish. Or ta- or I wish we could talk Tatum about Twin Peaks. I've seen two episodes of Twin Peaks. What Ooh. I saw was episode one, episode two of season one. That makes sense. And I liked it. Yeah. Is that, that recently? It. No, it was a while ago now. She Maybe started getting three years good. ago. Mm. Jump back on the board. But anyway, that's another show. Yeah. I just well, wanted to mention we'll, that we'll because... We'll probably do something on Twin Peaks. Oh, we'll, we'll do the Twin Peaks movie or something soon. There will definitely be a movie mingle on Twin Peaks Fire Walk with me in the and next hope, few weeks. I hope there's a TV show. One. Man, we are Game really of Thrones. Game of topic. Thrones. Uh, Let's talk about that. Back to Game of Thrones. I just wanted to mention the ratings because I thought that was yeah. phenomenal. I blew, it blew my mind. But anyway. Biggest TV show ever. I think we might be living in the midst of the biggest phenomenon ever. Worldwide. Like the Worldwide. Like the Beatles to music, Game of Thrones will do to TV. But anyway, to the show. Season 7, Episode 2, Stormborn of Game of Thrones. What do you guys think about the episode? Before we get deeper into it, Ooh, just can I a... start? Yeah, go because I didn't get to start last week. I gave it to Mr. Targaryen over here. Yeah, <laughs> finally. Hey, you go. I actually really enjoyed this episode, and as Nick and I thought they were going to slow play this season, I'm, I'm happy I'm wrong. Um, definitely not the case. It looks no. like they're going to zoom through this season. The pre- very, very far. Even mm. the previews for uh, next week's episode. I've just seen those previews. Um, it looks like they're already going to battle on Castle Rock. So, spoilers. No, but I really <laughs> spoilers. Um, I really enjoyed this episode. So, very fast paced. There's some really good moments in this episode yeah. too, with um Arya and uh, Sam and Jorah, and also loved uh, John in the John crypt Snow. with Littlefinger. Yeah, yeah. Oh, great scene. Have John, they, have they shared Snow. a scene before? I was thinking that. I don't know. Yeah. No, but Not John, one-on-one. I don't John, think John so. Jon Snow had to choke a bitch. Yeah. Well, I that was a callback to season one with Ned Stark choking Littlefinger. Yeah. Mm. Uh, was, well, we know what happens from that point. We stabbed him in the back. Really moved on quite quickly from last week's uh, table-setting episode. So yeah. it looks like this season's going to be a quick one. Um, so only five more be, episodes. And there's going to be a lot of stuff to get through. And in such a short little time, looks like they're going to really pack in each episode. You have to. There's a lot of story to get through in only... Uh, well, there's only 11, 11 episodes left. Hence why there's a couple of episodes that um, are going to go well over an hour and the last one's mm-hmm. nearly getting up to 89 minutes. So 89 minutes, the last episode. That's crazy. Exciting. It's a movie. Uh, what about you, Chris? What do you think of today's episode? Um, well, I, was, I, was, I think I was a bit disappointed Ooh. in last week. 
I love this episode. Mm. I from the first scene, I was like, oh, this is you know, I'm getting some things that are you know, uh, some conversations I've always wanted to see. And by the end, I was just oh, back on board, full steam ahead with uh, with Game of Thrones. It was maybe a little t- the, the, the people moving from place to place a bit mm. too quick, uh, quickly. Uh, I mean, what happened in that episode would be about four episodes in a oh, previous a season of, of Game of Thrones. But that's what I read. They needed. They, I think they need to do it, and I'm willing to forgive these sort of things. So they have to. They have to do it. People need to get to certain situations. They're gonna move the chess pieces around. I was a massive fan of this episode. Why didn't they I do that really, in season five? Uh, I really liked it. Yeah, season five was a bit really slow. Especially the first slowed, time. and season five sort of dragged um, along, but. But I like the sense of time. When when you when you watch it weekly, it can get a bit frustrating. Yeah. But when you actually watch it, you know, as a season box set on mm. the Blu-ray, I like the fact that it takes four episodes to get somewhere because it gives you a sense of space. I like that this show's moving fast. I enjoyed today's episode a lot, and I liked it more than the first episode. But I also thought that I didn't like how people travel too fast. Now, I, I Melisandre getting. She's all the way oh, there. Yeah, so John's going to be a Dragonstone next week. Wait, wait, wait. But she yeah. had a whole entire off period during season six to season seven to get there. We, we don't know how time is. She had 18 months. months. I mean... Well, the other guy built ships very quickly. Yeah. We, we don't know how much time is between each That's episode true. all the time. I mean, I understand why it's that fast, but I always feel like this is reminding me of the end of Lost. And I love Lost all the way. Yep. But... My problem with the last few seasons of Lost is that the show... The reason I loved the first few seasons especially was how slowly paced and real it felt. Yeah. Like it would take whole episodes to get somewhere. It half a season just to open a freaking hatch. Yeah. yeah too and I liked... But I liked that. Yeah. But then the show got really, really fast paced. And now when you rewatch it, even though it's always entertaining, it feels lopsided. Yeah. It feels like the show has it's just going along nice and smoothly but and then it just speeds up so fast. So many shows do that. And that's what Lost, well, that's what Game of Thrones is doing right yeah. now. And I think it's a bit lopsided. It, it almost feels like if you have that much story left, uh, maybe don't ask for just 30 more episodes. There's maybe. reasons. I think the writers... It's a hard show to do. I think the writers... Oh, move incredibly on hard. Games. I don't think it would be a harder show to produce mm. than this show. Because look at look at what we're watching now. Look at the scale of what we're seeing. That, the costumes, the countries the, they're shooting. The, the scene at the end, the the, the fight scene was like, a, like watching a movie. Yeah, it's it unbelievable. Was. It was Blackwater Part Two. Uh, but we'll get back to that later. I've got a lot of things to say. Yeah, we'll get to that last. Uh, what do you think of the episode? Uh, House. Oh, that's pretty much it. That's it. I well, thought it was a very fast-paced episode that I really, really enjoyed. I'm glad that I was wrong that it wasn't just really slow because you know we I don't, never thought it was we don't have that many episodes left. It felt like uh, this should have been sort of a two-hour premiere. Because mm-hmm. this really felt like... Where the first episode was just setting everyone up where they all are, this felt like things were actually happening. Yeah. And um, it also felt like, for the first time ever, two episodes into a season, this felt like the end of the first act. Yeah. Every piece is in place now. Or they're moving to the right direction. The, and the attack happened at the end of the first act. Normally, we don't get the end of the first act until like episode three or four. Yeah. yeah so most of the time, right, four. So that's why it felt so fast. And um, yeah, overall, I enjoyed the episode. Um, but yeah, I thought it was a step up from last week. Yeah, oh, can I just... Step back and say when I say I'm disappointed in an episode of Game of Thrones, it's still better than most most things on TV. I just oh, didn't better, think yeah. it was the best episode of Game of Thrones. No. So I'm but not, it was... not trying to pay out like last week's episode. I just thought it was okay. Like mm. I thought it was an okay episode no, of we know. Game of Thrones. You wouldn't be doing a, a podcast on Game of Thrones if you thought it no, wasn't well, great. It's what well, episode well, Tate, Tate threatens me if I don't. <laughs> come to the it's what episode so one of Game of Thrones has always been doing. It's anyway. fine though when you rewatch it Exposition on Blu-ray, it'll be fine. Yeah, because that's and it was fine when I watched it. It was just you know. Not a lot of, not really action packed or anything. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. Before we get to the episode, I wanted to mention oh. the credits. I read an article 
during the week that says, has the opening credits revealed how the White Walkers are going to get past the war? And then they mentioned, they showed that the credits have changed now. Mm-hmm. And that the because winter's come here, the water on the east of the wall is frozen. It's not water anymore. It's actually frozen. Yeah. And I rewatched it. I saw that the water was frozen. Oh. I thought, oh, so maybe they you just walk else? around. You know yeah. what else? You know what else I noticed on the Sorry, opening credits is that Westeros has still got the banner of um, the Baratheons, and not Lannisters. It has a stag. Are oh, you talking about a King's Landing? Yeah. King's oh, but Landing she is a Baratheon West officially because she married Robert. Oh no, she changed her name, didn't she? First of her name. Yeah. She's Cersei Lannister. I guess they booked Baratheon there because at the end of the day, she is officially a Baratheon. She married Robert. She's a widow. But yeah, I didn't notice that actually. Yeah. I, I just assumed there'd be a line there. That's what um, I thought as well. I didn't notice that, but There's I did look at the frozen water though. I still think it'd be kind of anti-climatic if they just walk around the wall. So I'm assuming well, the wall. The, the wall is um, uh, what was uh, the magic had gone from the wall last season? Wasn't that a storyline when Brand got touched? Well, Brand got touched, and now yeah. he's in the and wall. He's gone through yeah. the wall. So, so the magic. Uh, something's going to happen. That was holding it's the wall together. The wall. It's gone. But I wonder if that mean that might be a clue that maybe the army will be will have like two armies and they'll surround them like they'll come through Westeros and before you know it, they're actually there already. Yeah. yeah, because I saw that was frozen too, and I thought, oh, maybe. Well, isn't, isn't one of the castles where they were sending Tormund? Isn't that on one of the flanks of the... Yeah, Eastwatch on the sea. Yeah. That's the frozen yeah. sea, apparently, from the credits at least. We'll find out one day when Tormund gets there. When Tormund gets there, next episode. Like. Maybe well, yeah, before. he actually took over an episode to get there. What's going on? Too busy dreaming of Brienne. <laughs> <laughs> Did, um, he didn't want to leave. He just left. It's like, I can't do this. Well, that's the question. Who does well, Brienne belong with? Jamie, Or does he belong with... I don't. I don't think it. I don't think the the torment that Bri- Brienne thing. I think is more of a fun thing that we can kind of laugh at. I don't think there's anything serious there. No, I agree. She's not interested. And I don't think there's anything. Uh, I wouldn't mind them getting and, it on before the end of the world. Why and, not? And while the, the the Jamie Brienne thing as well, I don't think any romance will come out of it. More, prof- you know, um, Do, would respect. They, would they see each other again? You reckon? I Hopefully, so. I'm yeah. probably they probably will. Hopefully. Uh, so anyway, moving on to the episode, if we finish with the credits, mm-hmm. we started off the episode in Dragonstone, yes. where Danny has a war council where everyone says they should attack King's Landing, but Tyrion and Danny have another plan. Always listen to Tyrion. And also, we get a confrontation between Danny and Barris that is seven years in the making. That was so bloody awesome. I love that freaking scene. And this is what got me in, uh, into it straight away. And Varys was like, was honest. Because, you know, he's a slimy fella. But he basically told Daenerys exactly why he did what he did. That he's there for the people, which has been his thing. And I'm very glad Daenerys respected that in a way. But And at the same time saying, you know, if you ever betray me, I'll kill you. Which is... Yeah, fair enough. He's yes, right, fair, fair enough. enough. Yeah. Because I always wondered, like, he went, back in the day, he went back to try and kill Daenerys. And then he... Um, or because Robert, one yeah. of the assassins sent. Um, and he's... Season one callback, planning to come. Yeah. But Varys has always been, I want what's best for the people. And it... His speech was good, and I was really glad Daenerys listened to it, which is why I Faith I, I, I like Daenerys listening Faith to in Daenerys? you know to Tyrion rather than you know people like your monarch now who's saying stupid things. Be a dragon. Be a dragon. Be a dragon, Hagi. Don't be a sheep. You know, see what happened to a sheep when the dragon got to it. Oh, in who like wants to be season queen five? of the ashes? Metaphor. Bloody yeah. hell! You know, this is why your whole family's dead. No. Littlefinger wants to be queen, king, king of the ashes. ashes. Uh, but I love. Well, I absolutely love it, and it just. That was one of my favourite parts of the episode. I thought... I mean, I wanted that confrontation for a long time, mm. but I just thought that it was never going to happen. Mm-hmm. Like the writers just said, uh, we're not going to talk about it, we haven't got enough episodes, mm-hmm. whatever. And, and to be honest, I was 
I wanted to have it, but I was already I already lived with the fact we were never going to get it. Mm-hmm. But I'm glad we got it. I yeah. loved it so much, and I I thought that was a sign. And there was a lot more to come in this episode. And we'll talk mm-hmm. about it as we go. But I thought that was a sign of the writers really wanting to tie the show up in a bow. Yeah. So they're going to try to tie everything off, and I loved it. I think that's a, the fact that we got that payoff in episode two of season seven. I think means that they're really thinking about how to tie this all up. Yeah. So I was really happy with a great got, scene. But we got a fair awesome. few. We got a fair few oh, payoffs yes. on this episode, yes. which is really so. good. Um, really enjoyed the Varys uh, scene. Really, really enjoyed. I, I love Tyrion as well and his plan because it's very uh, left wing. What everybody else was thinking. Is it smart to split the army? I was wondering. I don't know. I he, guess it is. Well, he, he he knows Westeros and King's Landing probably better than anyone else. He's lived there, so he knows where where they're strong, where their army's strong, what they need to attack. Nobody th- else really does. I thought it was a weird Maris, justification, but, um, though. Like it was a weird justification because like we don't want to have a foreign army come into King's Landing, but they're still going to send the foreign army to a Westeros part of the kingdom anyway in Castle Rock. Yeah, but Castle Rock, they're not trying to save the people. Castle Rock's a Lannister place. They're trying to like, fight it. They're yeah. trying to. But to, they're to, trying to, to rescue King's but Landing. But to other people, they're like, well, there's still foreigners coming in. I don't know. Yeah, but I just thought that's a weird. Like they could still go to King's Landing. It makes sense to me. And I, I don't know. I'm okay. It, I, I was okay with it. I'm looking but forward if to them. If they stormed on King's. Landing straight away with the whole entire army. Cersei will probably just burn it to the ground. Well, they don't know. And, and if if, do, if, Dothra- if the Dothraki went on King's Landing, do you think the people of King's Landing will suddenly support Daenerys? No, because the Dothraki are pretty, you know, savage. Pretty rapey. But Castle Rock, they're trying to take down because that's the Lannister play. I, I think it's fun. I think it was a good plan. Tyrion yeah. to the rescue. Uh, later on, we're moving on from that scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, later on, the Red Woman meets with Danny and tells her she needs to meet with Jon Snow and... Uh, Daenerys agrees and she says that he can come to Dragonstone but he's going to have to bend the knee she says with a glee Danny's going to bend the knee for John no that's not going to no no John will bend the knee for Danny because he isn't he's not obsessed with power like everyone else he just wants to save people she thinks that he like any other person who gets into power wants everything for themselves and I think no matter what Tyrion says she doesn't trust anyone yeah. like that. And I think she's going to be quite... Like well, she's that. going to be surprised that John, of course, he'll bend John's the knee. John's going to come and he's going to bend the knee. John doesn't care. I don't, Dragonstone. I don't think John will bend the knee unless he's... If he sees Daenerys, I think he'll want to hear what Daenerys has to say first. I think Jon Snow is... Sure, he doesn't want power, but I don't think he's going to bend the knee to someone who says... Just bend oh, the maybe knee not, somebody. actually. I think oh, yeah, I right. think Jon Snow will say, if you're going to be good for the people, he will. She'll prove that she is, and then they actually respect each other. But it makes sense to, for just, me. Jenny finds out about the yeah. White Army, the zombie yeah, yeah. army. She looks; she's a person that will help straight away. Yeah. And John's going to be like, "Can you give me Dragonstone?" Oh yeah, yeah. Well, they're all going to need that. They're going to spend one episode mining it all, so they can give it to two thousand troops. Back in the day, there <laughs> two seasons. So we're going to br- we're going to destroy oh. where you were born, Danny. So oh. we can save the world. One one thing I do want to mention, which, sorry, which we skipped through already. We're still on oh, really? Dragonstone. Well, oh, one, no, it's all Dragonstone. One of the first lines uh, was uh, I can't remember who said Daenerys, but uh, don't worry, we're not going to stay here long. Which I thought was kind of a little. Words oh, to the audience everyone. about Sorry. how she stayed. Maybe in, they um, listened to yeah, Cast of Ice and Fire last week. Yeah, <laughs> she stays well, everywhere for a it's, year. It's the only pod they listen to. Uh, so I thought that was an interesting little um, meta moment. Uh, Where's she gone? What's gone? She's got to wait for John still. Oh, she'll go anyway. Yeah, but John, John, John will be there in a. He he'll travel there in a day. He'll probably be back in Winterfell by the end of next week. <laughs> by then, Littlefinger would have taken. Littlefinger would have taken over. Then the war's been won. Anyway, I just thought that was a misunderstanding of who John is. But I can't wait to her to meet John because I think she's going to be kind of surprised that there is nice people out there mm-hmm. that lead. Because John and is the greatest leader in the world. Uh, their future and, lover. And probably future husband. Her future lover. They're going to get married. 
And it's going to be awesome. It's going to be, maybe it'll be like the Godfather sort of thing when they're baptizing the baby and all the murders are going on. We're going to see Cersei marrying, what's his name, Greyjoy, Euron. Mm. And we're going to see Danny and thing. Everyone's going to be married. It'll be a very special Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah, all, all, all weddings <laughs> in Game of Thrones work out well. Uh, but anyway, I wanted to mention, yep. I wanted to talk about the big thing that was sort of different interpretation that started happening with the, uh, with the uh, prophecy, mm-hmm. where they said how the prince that was promised could be the princess that was promised, because mm. for the first time ever, someone's found out that you doesn't have to be prince, yeah. which I thought was a bit of... I thought if that is what it is, and she ends up being the princess that was promised, which I don't think is happening anyway, Neither I think I. that would be way too cute that it just comes now. No, I just I think like, that... Oh, you, you read I wrong just, for six years. I just years. think that's the writer just... Um, Trying to dispose of so many um, fan I, theories, I don't which believe it to be true that it's just a red herring to throw it off. I think it's a red I, herring. I, I don't. Oh, I, I, I still think it's yeah, John. But I think it makes sense that anyone who's in play at the moment could be this person. And I, I don't know if, whether or not George R. R. Martin intended it, but I, I had no problem with that at all. I still think it's John, but I think it's there to say anyone who's in play at the moment. Th- this is not just. Boys only, it could be female, any, you know, it could be Yara. You, you, know. you, would, you would think that oh, uh, the red woman would understand what the prophecy meant. And anyway, she's uh, still. Hold on, hold on. Oh, well, I know, it's Stannis. Yeah. But she would know that it she could mean boy or girl. Because she, she's, she's not going there because she thinks Danny's the princess. She thinks John is. Uh, I think, yeah, she thinks John is. I mean, she hasn't changed her mind. She says you have to meet John because he's special. Mm-hmm. And she's the only reason she's away from John is because John sent her away. Yeah. And she wouldn't give up. But listen to this. Have you actually read the prophecy lately? No. Because it does really point to Danny. Mm-hmm. But I still, I think it's all red herring still. Let me just find it. Uh, here it is. Listen to this. When the red star bleeds and the darkness gathers, Azor Ahi shall be born again amidst smoke, salt, to wake dragons out of stone. Now, if you go back to season one, when Danny's born out of the fire again and the dragon's stones turn to dragons, mm. uh, and then there's a shooting star at the beginning of the next season after she does this. I don't I don't see how you're putting this all together, but go on. You don't see that? I'm being a smart oh. Yeah, it makes, makes and I, So when I'm reading that prophecy, I'm like, that really does point to Danny could actually be the princess that was promised. So you think there's going to be a twist? No, I think that it's... I still think it's John because John makes sense more than Danny. And he's been brought back to life. Well, she you could argue, that's the thing, she's never been brought back to life unless you can technically argue that every time she goes into the fire, she defies death. That's true. But I don't think so, though, because the thing is with John, the idea of that uh, Azor Ahi guy, mm-hmm. the story is, and this is my very limited knowledge, mm-hmm. because I'm not as deep as some real Game of Thrones nutcases, that I, I'm not paying enough. listen to the pod and we love. No, I love him. Mm. I wish I was, but I'm not as deep. But my the, the idea is that that night, Azor Ahi saved, and I'm probably pronouncing his name wrong, but he, this guy here, AA, we'll call him AA. Mm-hmm. He saved Westeros generations ago from darkness, so we, you know, some sort of winter. Mm-hmm. And what he actually needed to make a hero sword. Mm-hmm. And his hero sword, he had to forge it, but the only way he, it could have true power is that he had to stab his wife, Nyssa, Nyssa, mm-hmm. that's her name. He stabbed her in a beating heart alive, and then he killed her, and that sword became powerful, became a hero sword. And see, my idea is, is that yes, John died and then the spirit came back into him. That's why he had to die. Mm-hmm. So the spirit, Danny hasn't died. The spirit comes back into him and then he's going to marry Danny and he's going to stab her with Lightbringer to bring the power at the end. That's what my idea was. That's why I thought she was going to sacrifice herself. He's going, she's going to sacrifice herself. But then I'm not sure if they want to do that with Danny. But that's a good ending for her, but I don't know. That's why, that was my <laughs> original theory though, is that it was going to play out again where he actually stabs her to make Lightbringer come alive again. Mm-hmm. 
and she sacrifices herself to save the world and he is the prince that was promised. Uh, and I think it makes or sense of him. him. But then again, that sounds like Danny's what happened to Danny when her dragons came alive. Like seriously, that's when I read yeah. that part of the prophecy. I'm like, well, maybe it is Danny. Mm. I still get the feeling that it's more John because you know playing around with his parentage, playing around with all that stuff, just seems like it's building to him being that thing. Yeah. And Danny being that bride that he stabs. I just I like that. But then I also like the idea that Tate was flirting with before the podcast started. That, that hot pie is uh, as I. No, right? that's oh, no. that's a good one. But mm-hmm. that, no, that mm-hmm. Danny just goes mad and she becomes like the main villain at the end of the show. It's not gonna happen. Which I don't I, think is gonna I, happen. I don't like that idea as much. I understand why, and I think there should be. She should. Uh, she should have some conflicting emotions because she is a Targaryen. But we've spent so much time watching her learn and everything. I don't think that's a good ending for her. We won't spend too much longer on here, just because you know we've got to get to the rest of the episode. But do you guys have any idea or any opinion on who actually is the prince? Like, do you really think it's John, or do you think Danny has a good chance? Because now no, that I, I read that, a, I think no, Danny has a chance. That's all Danny has a chance. I think it's a red herring. Me too. It. I'm still with John. Team John for the prince that was promised. Can Danny? I don't know. Does Danny have it in her to sacrifice herself? She is very, very strong. <laughs> so I don't know. John seems maybe like that's the like biggest sacrifice. Yeah, he does, doesn't he? He yeah. absolutely. So maybe it but is. Maybe John this would is, do it. But maybe know. this is uh, Danny's biggest lesson that she will ever learn. That she needs. She's to... always been learning in this show. Like every single season, her character develops because she learns. Something. I have an affection for John because he seems like more of a noble hero. Danny has this evil. But in could him. he be king of the world? Pro- well, he doesn't want to be king of the world. I say that. Yeah. That's no, but he'll be, he, be the best. I think he'd be, a, he'd be a great king, though. If he had control of the whole, you'd just be. There'd be no wars. Everyone would be happy. Mm. Uh, I don't know. I think I'd rather lead under him than fear of getting eaten by a dragon. If you're naughty, <laughs> but she has fed people to dragons. Yeah, and Cersei uses that as a uh, propaganda. And that's what, that's what's interesting because Cersei's actually saying the truth, mm-hmm. which is always fun. None mm-hmm. of these people are perfect. The only one that's truly perfect is John. Oh, that's no, why Cersei, he's in, Cersei bends the truth a little bit. Yeah, but she makes it's it sound propaganda. nice for her. But you no, know, but it's propaganda the way she spins it. She's saying the truth, but she says it in such a spinny way. The only person that you really haven't got much mud on or dirt on is John. That's why I'm I'm so con- I'm so want John to be the main hero because he's the only noble person left in this whole show. He's never backstabbed anyone, and he never would. He'd stab you in the fr- he would look at your face when he stabs you. Anyway, moving on. Are we moving on? The last thing in Dragonstone is that Miss Sunday and Grey Worm get it on. Fantastic. I like Grey Worm and Sunday. I hope they have a happy ending. Yeah, I'm happy. Um, no, I, I really like them. I think they've got a they bring a really nice emotional touch to all the uh, Daenerys stories. Their their kind of romance and, and friendship, and uh, I'd be very sad if Grey Worm or uh, Miss Sunday die. I hope they're not setting that up, like giving their affection before they someone like Grey Worm dies in the war or something. They could be. That'd be crap. Remember the whole uh, Stannis's daughter thing. But and I like. I thought it was a nice scene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I never expected it to happen, to be honest. I thought they already dealt with it last year. I actually thought they were so, already together. No, but they never really had a... No, no, you're right. I hope nothing bad happens to either of them. <laughs> I hope nothing bad happens to either of them too. What's uh, what's next in the Game of Thrones world? To Winterfell. Winterfell. Next. Uh, despite everyone saying it is a bad idea, Jon says he will meet Danny at Dragonstone. Meanwhile, Littlefinger continues being his sleazy self and Jon begins to choke him. Warning him if he hurts Sansa, I'm going to kill you. So well, by the way, about Winterfell. who's looking after like the male in this uh, in this realm? Because Some poor Sam Tarly from the Citadel sent a letter last episode, and it came three days after Daenerys's letter. Like, what's going well, on? Well, Citadel was very far away, so maybe that. Yeah, maybe. Because remember, it took him a whole season to get there. 
Yeah. This year might take like two episodes. <laughs> two episodes, wow. Well. But seriously, how exciting is it that Jon Snow and Daenerys are yes. that close? I mean, I, we know it's happening this season. I actually get excited close. hearing them say each other's name. Oh my like, god. Seriously, it it's really crazy. cool. It was awesome. Because in my opinion, I was saying this to a friend off the pod, mm. uh, but in my opinion on this show, without a doubt, I mean, Tyrion's a big character, Cersei's a big character, she's mm-hmm. the face of the villains, but the heart of the show is Danny and Jon. Yeah. That's why I really think they're going to get married and they're going to mm. relive the prophecy. Whoever does it, whoever side, I yeah. guess. But I really think they're the core of the show, aren't they? They're the most yeah. important characters. They're- so seven years into finally, we're going to see him crossing. And I don't know how it's going to go, to be honest. Because I said, yeah, of course he's going to bend the knee. That's what I said. Mm. But then Chris says, yeah, but he's going to ask this first. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. There might be a bit of tension. I don't, I don't think John would just bend the knee to someone who's... And you're right. You're actually and right. I was wrong. So that, the, families, well, the families hate each other. But like John and Daenerys are better than that. But do you know what I really liked about this scene is how they talked about uh, Tyrion and how he, he knew John. And I always thought after that, with you know Tyrion being a Lannister and John being you know, uh, aligned with the Starks that they would just hate each other. But Tyrion was like, I, I've met Jon Snow. He's a, uh, you know, he's a good, honourable guy. And even Jon Snow was like, I've met Tyrion. He's not like the other Lannisters. He's a good guy. And I it, thought that, I really respected that. And it was a callback to season one again. Yeah. When they travelled to the war together, mm-hmm. which is so nice that character development from that long ago is really coming to play now. Yeah. And it's beautiful. And I think also Sansa must have told him a little bit about him. Like a little yeah. bit about Tyrion, but even like, because Sansa, Tyrion and Sansa, like she didn't want to marry him, yeah. because she wanted to marry King but, Joffrey. But, but Sansa was never, but he was nice never to that, her. He was nice to her, but she was. She never said that many nice things about him. I know. I, I always wondered what John's feelings on Tyrion would be now, and what Sansa's feelings. But they both seemed, yeah, Tyrion was better than the other ones. I mean, she didn't like him at first because he was a Lannister, and she, she wanted to marry, yeah. and she imagined marrying this beautiful prince, not mm. Tyrion, yeah, who's deformed she was, she was in the book, deformed in the yeah. book too, but. I liked, I liked her when she said he was nice. Mm. I just like that because Tyrion is nice. Mm-hmm. And uh, everyone agrees with Sansa. Like, I, as much as I everyone hate did. Sansa disagreeing with Jon, even uh, in front of everyone our again? new favourite yeah, yeah. uh, person. What's her name? Oh, the one oh. who's not going to knit. Uh, sorry, yeah, <laughs> the one that's not going to knit. Um, there should be a picture of her like with knitting needles and a cross. Like, there should be a show Le- with Liana her. Mormont. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Liana Mormont. Yeah, Bear Island. was even on... Uh, Bear Island. On her side. But... I found it a bit like, you know, it seemed, you know, Sansa was worried that, John, you know, it's a trap and Jon Snow could die. And then suddenly he's like, oh, well, you're going to be in charge Yeah, now. I wrote that. And I didn't like that. She stopped I still feel like it's just bad writing. I don't feel like that's Sansa yet. I, I think she's more Cersei. Yeah, they rubbed me the wrong be, way. They rubbed me the wrong way. I she's understand. Like, oh, okay, well, if I'm going to be in charge, it's just fine. But that's, that's, I don't think that's what they were trying to do, but that's what it seemed like. That, no, but that's exactly what I wrote. Like, I didn't like the idea. I understand them disagreeing because everyone disagreed. Yeah. And you can understand they haven't seen the zombie army. You can understand why yeah. they're disagreeing. I think Sansa's going to stuff this up. I don't know. What, I think Littlefinger might try to overthrow Sansa. No, nah, we army. can't do that. She's From a Stark. Who gives a crap about Littlefinger, though? Like, but who's he could do him? this. He could, he could, he could I don't think the he could. Well, I'm actually a little bit on your side. Now, now, oh, that, there you go. now that Jon Snow went and tricked a bitch in Littlefinger... He, he should might, have stabbed he him. Might, he might try to overthrow everything this, up in Winterfell. This, this is Littlefinger's chance. I don't especially think, if Sansa but doesn't. But he needs the North anyway. I don't think. It. I don't think Sansa's he can, dumb he enough. He can to... get the North with his own army from the Eyrie. Yeah, but it won't happen. Oh, I don't think he could be. I mean, Sansa's a Stark, and she's got. Yeah. The, she's got too many. And she's got the people there. that are following. But that, Littlefinger would die like this. But Littlefinger's going to do something. He's I don't know what it is, and I can't see what his plan is. You can call. I hope it's army. not manipulating Sansa because she seems too smart for that now. No, no. Well, now episode one. Even if you don't like the characters how it's written, episode one clearly. Yeah. When she wasn't falling for his bullshit anymore, yeah. shows that she's not going to fall for him. But this is. So. But this is going to be it. This is where Littlefinger's going to. You're going to find out what his plan is. He's going to run back to the. 
What is it called? The Eerie. Yeah. No, he's he's there. He's in in yeah yeah yeah. Okay. You. He can call in his army. Shit's gonna. His go army's down. probably there. Yeah, his army's already there. I mean, they were there. They were called, they? They, they took Battle of Bastards. Hmm. Uh, and the other guy's there too. One of his bannermen is there because he was the one. He was the one who says you can never trust a Targaryen. Remember, mm-hmm. he's the one that was looking after the little Robin, mm-hmm. uh, which we haven't seen for a while. One mind seeing Robin again. Maybe Sansa has to marry Robin. We're at three weddings. <laughs> um, at a funeral. Well, that's a big wedding. It could happen. Oh, and Littlefinger wants that, doesn't he? Yeah. Uh, well, I uh, I've heard some people discuss on other podcasts. <laughs> yeah. That and I don't mind this idea, but I'm not sure it's going to happen. But I don't mm-hmm. mind this idea that. Sansa's actually really smart right now and mm-hmm. she's 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 pretending that there's a lot of disagreements with John to make Littlefinger feel like he's winning and she's about to turn the tables on him now. I hope that I actually that, hope that happens. Been, she's be been disagreeing with John in in, in private. private. I know, that's why I think that's probably not the case. But I hope so too. I don't think uh, that's, that's what I was even hoping for in the first episode. I'm thinking maybe this is all part of a ploy to trick Littlefinger, but it's the same when last season when I thought Tommen was manipulating um Marjorie and now he was just an idiot. I think that Littlefinger's days are numbered, I don't and I th- I think they're numbered. Uh, this is uh, this might be a slight spoiler now, so we might tell people. I don't know if this is a spoiler because it's from a public picture that Tate sent me that they released, like an actual photo that they released mm-hmm. from the season of like pre- uh, publicity shots of actors. Mm-hmm. So, but if you don't want to know what we're about to say, fast Why forward. It's yeah, not, yeah. You already know. I sent right. it to you too. You sent it to you. Oh yeah, I can't remember. Oh. Mm-hmm. Or just fast forward two minutes if you don't want to know. But at the end of the day, we're only in, we're seeing one image and we're interpreting it and it could mm-hmm. mean anything. So fast forward two minutes if you don't want to know, but we might be wrong anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, in last week, Tate mentioned that we saw, what's the when, name? The Claw? Cat Claw, which was in the book that Sam was reading about how to um, kill White Walkers. Which, 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 which is a really weird random weapon to see weapon again. After, because mm-hmm. it's made out of Valyrian still and the handles made out of um, dragonglass. Well, I thought it was weird. The Targaryens used to decorate their. I thought it was weird because we haven't seen it for six weapons. years. Yeah. So and why reference just, it? Mm-hmm. Why reference it in the book? And then I sent Nick and yourself a um, sort of a season That's seven right. episode one spoilers guide, and in the pictures from the official uh, Stark photo, you see that Arya is actually carrying that's that little that, blade. Mm-hmm. So how does she? Why does she have it? Now, we know she's probably heading back to Winterfell, Winterfell yeah. now. And that just says to me that Littlefinger might not survive and she keeps the blade. With needle. Yeah. I, and that's why I'm thinking that might be the end of uh, Littlefinger's reign. Which I'm not, I'm not against. At first, I was against in the sense that he was like the Emperor Palpatine. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he killed Jon Arryn. Mm-hmm. And he started the whole thing. So he was like the Emperor pulling the strings. And I loved it. And now it seems like he's just going to fail now. Like, really? Like, when you're that close? Yeah. But... I was thinking about it a little bit more mm-hmm. because I think too and much I about like, the show. I like your and interpretation. If you remember so. back to season one, the show was there was a lot of great scenes between Varys yeah. and uh, Littlefinger in the throne room, just mm-hmm. talking about their philosophies and how they want to. I miss that. They want to have the throne. Yeah, well, they were great scenes. Mm-hmm. We haven't seen them together for ages. And the one thing that separates Varys and Littlefinger, and literally mm-hmm. separates them, is that Varys has no penis. He's a eunuch, mm-hmm. and so he, and he has no interest in women or mm-hmm. men or boys or anything. He says he has no interest in anyone. And Littlefinger is the exact opposite. He was in love with Catelyn, who completely blinded him, and now in turn he's in love with Sansa, who looks like a young Catelyn. Uh, so Littlefinger fails due to his his affection for it because way. he's so blinded by Catelyn's daughter Sansa he's so blinded by it and he thinks he can control her that he's going to fail because of that mm-hmm. while on the other hand Varys is going to be ruling alongside Danny. yeah and he's actually going to win the battle and I absolutely actually kind of love the idea of that because it's just these two men and the one thing that separates them is 
passion, mm-hmm. like real passion. And I think it actually, I actually like the idea that Sansa kills him because he thinks he's got her, mm-hmm. and then she says, "Fuck you, little finger," and she kills him. Yeah, and I'm happy with that to be Slices honest. Slices off his head. I'm absolutely happy with that. I, 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 I think it'd be an anticlimactic, but I can understand it, and I wouldn't be unhappy with it. But I'd be happier if Littlefinger went a bit further because I think I mean, I'll he, be too. I'm happy he, he's the one that started the damn thing. He, well, he's, he's the emperor. One, yeah, he's the emperor. He's I the one to... that killed uh, John Aaron. Um, but sorry, go on, Tag. What sorry. were you going to say? Can White Walkers touch Dragon Glass? Yeah, I don't, I don't think they can be stabbed by it. They can't be stabbed. But if Arya is going to Winterfell, they could mold their weapons of Valyrian steel on Cacklaw. Make Dragon glass handles and yeah, but it doesn't matter. Steel you, need the, you need the material. You can look well, like anything gonna... you want. It can look like any kind of item. You have to have the material, so it doesn't. Yeah. The well, more yeah, interesting thing is why does he have Littlefinger's blade? That's what I think is the key to the whole thing. Does Littlefinger still have the blade? Well, we haven't seen it in years. I'm sure he probably has it on his costume, but I've never noticed. But, no, Arya doesn't have the blade yet. Well, she's about to head back, so that's why I just think it's weird that she's got it. That's all I'm saying. So has Littlefinger got it at the moment? Probably does. Well, the last we saw well, it was his. So who else would have it? Who, who killed uh, Ned I actually Stark? think Littlefinger stabbed him in the back with it. He didn't kill him with it, but he stabbed him in the back, remember? Or he held him. He didn't stab him in the back, but he literally came behind okay, him. Okay, yeah, yeah. Him. I always say stab in the back because he literally came behind him. Mm-hmm. And, but he didn't stab him, I guess. Held him hostage. But he held him with that yeah. blade. That's right. Hostage after Ned Stark was choking him and he didn't kill him. Mm-hmm. For the same reason. Think about that. Season so one, same, thing again. Might, <gasps> same thing might happen to John when he gets back. Well, Ned, Ned is choking him. Arya's going to be there. Ned is choking Littlefinger saying basically stay away from my wife Catelyn and he's saying stay away from my sister Sansa Mm -hmm. so it's kind of poetic this episode was the most amazing callback to season one ever and that was another example and there's more to come so is there anything else about Winterfell Mm -hmm. or do I have anything else about Winterfell let me see what I wrote Uh, no that's it anything else about Winterfell nope Mm -hmm. Uh, so moving on to King's Landing where Cersei bullies Tyrell's bannermen to join her in a war against Danny. Jamie wants Tarly to be his ranking general, and Kyburn's hours of research clearly involved watching the Hobbit as he made a big crossbow to kill a dragon. And uh, so, what do you think of King's Landing stuff? Why would you want to watch the Hobbit? Well, he mm-hmm. copied the Hobbit. Yeah, yeah, he did. Have you seen the Hobbit? I've seen the first two. Well, that's well, well, the go. third one was where he kills it, but you see it in the second one. Yeah. The big, it's bigger in this in the movie. Um, Dragon crossbows. Well, there's so many things to talk about here, but I want to just say one thing. Is anyone kind of disappointed that <coughs> Kai Burns' big plan is a crossbow? When he was taking it, saying, I have oh, a big I plan, like magic? Mi- yeah, I thought it was his new... Well, he's not magic, he's science. He doesn't do magic. He does we've seen black big, science. We've seen big crossbows like that before, whatever they're called. They're not crossbows, mm. but whatever they're called in the military. Yeah, but I thought it was going to be like a mutant thing or something like that he does. And did you hate the idea that they basically destroyed this priceless artifact? No. With it? I mean, this massive dragon skull? No, this is Cersei. Cer- right? Cersei destroyed the freaking... Uh, Crypt. <laughs> yeah, the church thing. Which was a season one callback again, because the last time we saw that room was when Arya uh, gets lost down there by mistake, mm-hmm. when she's following the rat or the Varys. chicken or something. The rat and chicken and... Um, and she hears him talking about it. Yeah, Varys. Varys talking. He's mm. talking about Tug. He's talking about Danny. Yeah. To someone. Uh, and I I mean, I, you remember, you haven't read the book. Aaron. Wow, I'm pointing on a podcast. Tate, Argy's read the first book, haven't you? I have. Do you remember the description of that room? It always, oh, I can't remember the description. And it talks all I about. I they never told you it was Littlefinger and Varys in the room. But yeah, but I mean, like yeah. the room with all the dragons. I remember how they talked about all the artifacts that were in there. I remember being disappointed when I watched it on the show and I'm just thinking about it again. Like, there was meant to be. You still get. You don't get quite the sense watching it on the show now, but there's like many different artifacts there from the Targaryen reign. And there's also like that dragon skull was meant to be a full dragon skeleton. 
which I thought with the bigger budget we might have, but we didn't see it. This yeah, time. back back then. I didn't have the but uh, I I love that room. So that's another callback. It's it's absolutely on purpose, isn't it? Like it's calling back to the beginning of this mm. episode and tying things off. And I I love seeing that room again. Mm-hmm. And I and I saw I thought two things when I saw that giant crossbowy thing. Mm-hmm. Thing number one, a dragon's dying mm-hmm. this year, unfortunately, but it's going to happen. That's yeah. a Chekhov's gun. Yeah. Chekhov's crossbowy thing. Yeah. And uh, the second thing. This wasn't my idea, but other people have said it online. I thought, wow, this is a great idea. So I'm, I'm stealing from every other podcast. Mm-hmm. So, but I just think it's a good idea and it's going to happen. Uh, zombie dragon that shoots ice out of its mouth after it dies. And I'm like, freaking hell yes. Oh my God, that would be awesome. One episode is going to end with a dragon dead and the eye open up and it's blue. Like, oh! That would actually be incredible. I think it's going to happen. I'm mm-hmm. actually, I, I didn't like... It actually feels, it feels right. It does, doesn't yeah. it? I mean, the, one dragon's definitely dying now. You, just, you don't set up this Chekhov's gun with this that. Season, I man, probably actually the way this is going, but yeah, you're right. I, I think only one dragon will survive in the end. But I think we might have as I, I like the idea of this snow and the fire mm. fighting. That's gonna be really cool. An ice dragon versus a oh my god, that's that'd be so cool to watch. <laughs> yeah, if they can uh, deliver too. Hopefully they can deliver. Dragons fighting uh, against dragons, and, that's and, my, and Randall Tarly still sucks. At least he's, he's loyal though. Isn't he's he's loyal. Loyal. I like how loyal he was. I mean, he's an asshole to Sam. Yeah. But I liked how Lawyer was, even though you can tell he's going to follow yeah. Jamie because you got no. I mean, that's why I said bullies the Tyrell Bannerman because they basically have no. If you choice. say no, you're stuffed. Yeah. So what are you going to yeah, do? They know you know? Cersei but they'll turn on her in a heartbeat if they see an out. If mm. they see Castle Rock going down, a new army here, and Danny, they'll like they'll turn on her mm-hmm. because Cersei, well, she's Hitler. But I oh, will talk about that later. Actually. She was Hitler. We'll talk about that later because she's she's actually history. done some big things this episode. What that makes do? me think that Cersei survives this season because she looks like she's doing some right things. What'd she do? Oh, well, Eron e- destroying the whole fleet. But that wasn't her. That was Euron. Yeah, that's part of her yeah. now. That's going to be her army. Yeah. They're half destroyed. It wasn't her army. It was Euron's army. Oh, yeah, but, no, but it's now her now. Gonna, she's going to marry him. Yeah. But anyway, we'll talk about that later. Is that it for King's Landing? There's not that much to talk about, really. Unless someone wants to say something about other things. No, I'm good. Take of House... Uh, do you want to talk about your, your Bannermen turning their back on you? Well, so no. they should after you trying to boss Daenerys around. Oh, they're in a rock and a hard place, all right. You're going to have to follow it's the Lancers at the right. moment. You always listen to Diana Rick. All right. Let's uh, move so on to let's, <laughs> my favorite place. Let's move on to the Citadel, where the old Mace says it's too late for Jorah. Just let him go. And Sam doesn't listen and tries to cure Jorah himself. What do you think of the Citadel stuff? I love my Citadel stuff. I'm really loving Sam this season. Yeah, bring, he's kicking ass, isn't bring he? Bring me more. I'm hoping, but I don't think it's going to happen. I was hoping that the first attempt of trying to cure Jorah is going to fail, but yeah, I think right. with the speed of this season, it's not going to. Well, he's completely well, cured next week. He's already but, but he was only given the one. cold open next week. Jorah's there. Yeah, Kalisi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I brought Sam with me. No, I think he's. But they only gave him uh, 24 hours before they were going to exile him off to Valyria anyway. Yeah, so he can so kill himself yeah, because yeah, he's, a, he's a knight, so he gets the right to kill himself if he but, wants. But um, I think... I was hoping Sam spends more time in the Citadel, but I think... Um, no, this George, might get him expelled. George's going to get... Yeah. Yeah, and he's going to probably get expelled back to John anyway. Which is so, shame. Which is a shame. I wanted more time in the Citadel. I wanted him to learn a lot. I'm sure he'll be invited back. I don't, see it, I don't see it happening. Anyway, I, I, I think he's going to escape with Jorah back to... Um, and by the way, Jim Broadbent... Uh, his character Archmaester Ebros Ebros stop being such a douchebag they listen are listen to Sam they're really we, we already got well, a sense of up it. in their old yeah. ways we got a sense of it last week they yeah. say you know we don't ch- the world just stays as it is and we survive we're happy to mm. not innovate we're happy just to archive Talking. Robert Baratheon's battles but not innovate not yeah. try to cure someone they're basically very right wing they yeah. would love Donald Trump they would yeah 
And, and and that's what they are. Like, we, don't, we don't do political stuff here. We're Australian. This show is a political. This show is a political show. If it's written, we no one likes can Trump anyway. Orders, but somehow the Americans voted him in. But that's another question. We won't be innovative. How'd you do it? How did you do it? That's because you were rocking a hard place. Because I mean, it wasn't much better with well, um, Hillary. Hillary's no saint. No, but we're not going to get into that. Uh Sam's not staying there after this. No, I think you can I'm see sure him expelling him, can't you? Well, he's probably going to get expelled, but he's found out what he needs to find out for the Great War anyway. He doesn't really need to hang around. Mm. Um, what oh, but I just wanted him to find out more information. I guess it was maybe cool. that's what I wanted. He, needs, really. well, he does, isn't he? You the Dragonstone? I don't see Dragon it, glass I don't see it happening. Not, not for the benefit of the whole entire storyline. Well, anyway. think about it. Dragonglass and Jorah. Jorah. He's done his mission there. Yeah. It's a shame that it took a whole year to get there for that, I guess. That's uh, a weird yeah, thing. Maybe uh, Sam should have been in last year. Anyway. Oh, but then again, it wasn't that bad, I guess. How uh, cool was watching Jorah... I love Grace. I love it. Very hard to watch. I loved it. It was so gooey and awesome. These the, the showrunners are having so much fun at the Citadel, and I'm having so much fun watching it. Mm. John Bradley was so good when he was cutting it off. Like I love yeah. the face he makes. If you notice, there's one moment where he's cutting it off the grayscale, and then he stops and he looks at Jorah, and then he just makes his funny face and he, he cuts yeah. even faster. And I just I laughed. Yeah. I thought it was the greatest do, do, scene. Do you know what face I really liked when uh, Jorah asked him? Have you done this before? And you just see one of his eyes open. It was so funny. He was, was so actually, good. I was actually waiting for him to say, yes. <laughs> that was, uh, he's so good in this season. Wait, last year, every time he showed up, I was like, oh, it's not the most entertaining stuff in the show ever. <laughs> but this year, every he time the, the studio most... shows up, I'm just loving it. I love, yeah, he's great. having, he's, there's a little bit more looseness to the story with him. Everyone else got, is very serious, like it should be, I guess. But Sam, there's a little bit of comedy coming out with Sam. It's fun mm. and it's gross and they're having fun. Like, the the jump cut to the to the pie oh, being oh. is the greatest thing ever in the show. Yeah. It's nearly better than the poo last week. <laughs> um, I did. Uh, I just want to say before we get to the the next scene, I also liked um, when uh, the archmaester was talking about the book he was writing about uh, yeah. his uh, adventures. What was it called, Tay? I think you. It's said. something the Chronicles of Robert Baratheon, thirst of his name. Yeah, and Samuel Tarly was like, I think it could be something what the. A little, bit more, a, little a little bit more, little bit more poetic. A little bit more poetic. So I wonder what that, uh, what that could end up being. Ah, what's Sam going to do? Is he going to write a book? Possibly, uh, Harry Potter. You know, I've actually heard some podcasts that I listen to, and I can't remember which ones, but I'm not going to say them here anyway. Mm-hmm. Where they actually hate the Citadel stuff with Sam. Why? I was listening to them, and they were like, oh, I, just, so I didn't like I, going there. I was like, really? It was so much fun. Can I say something? Like, it's <laughs> Game of Freaking Thrones. Can, can I say something? You're going to see I don't, I don't see... I, I don't, it's not my favourite part of the episode. It's not my favourite part either. I, but, yeah, I, mean, I think it's yours. It wasn't my favourite part. And it wasn't my favourite part last week. It's fine. But I don't hate it. I really enjoy it. It's really fun. I don't see... There's a lot of people that love it. I was hoping they'll just spend a bit more time there, but after watching this episode and the speed that they carry in the show, there's no point in keeping Sam there well, longer than needs to Jorah's be. Jorah's going the next day anyway, so and Sam's probably. Going sure, to I, I think they even have to have to give Jorah a couple of episodes, or at least one episode to recover. Yeah, but like they don't. Once they oh, find yeah, out that he's operated, right. no, once they find out he's operated on him, it doesn't matter because mm-hmm. they got. But they said that he's only got a day, so they're going to try to send him away anyway. Yeah. So they're going to instantly find out that he's done something, and he's mm-hmm. going to a place where there's going to be dragon glass anyway. And Sam will probably. I don't think find they're going to go out. there. Do you think they're going to go there? Well, well, he's, he's going to go to dragon. No, but I mean, do you think Sam they're going to go to dragon? Jorah might go back to Winterfell. Oh, I thought you were implying. I thought you were implying that they were going to go to Old Valyria. No, no, no. It could be Valyria. Um, no, Jorah's going back to Dragonstone, and Sam probably go to Winterfell. Anyway, anyway, are we moving on from the Citadel? I like it. They're not going to spend much more time there, unfortunately. No, you have to read the book. You'll have to read the book because I bet you the book's got some really good chapters of him going through the bad library, or the bad, the forbidden library, in his invisibility cloak. 
Anyway, uh, moving on to Aya. Yeah. Who makes our favourite character? The only character that is, um, you know, that I want to be king. Aya runs into Hot Pie, and mm-hmm. he tells her John is back in Winterfell. And then Aya decides to go north. And then later on, Aya runs into Nymeria, and Nymeria turns away. And Aya says to herself, "That's not you." So let's start off with Hot Pie, I guess, and do it in order. What do you think about seeing Hot Pie again? Oh, good old Hot Pie, still making pies and breads. And not, not needed, but it was. Cool. No, another good callback though, wasn't but it? But it was it was good to see Aya, a piece of Aya's got... past before she kind of lost all. Her I stuff. think it is needed well, because they're slowly sort of um, redeeming Arya Stark. Well, oh, I don't know if they're doing that yet. Well, that's an interesting. I thought that until the. Well, we'll talk about it in a minute. But like I said last week, that maybe her journey to King's Landing will be sort of her finding her humanity. And then I, when she ran into Hot Pie after she ran into those soldiers yeah. last week, she mm-hmm. ran into her old friend Hot Pie, and it's kind of reminding her. You know, there was a time before she was just murdering everyone. Actually and he, sh- he shows warmth. He's, he's yeah. an example, once again, of warmth. And he's such a nice guy. And I really like the idea that I can't believe I thought you were a boy. You're actually kind of pretty. <laughs> I really like that. And so, I'm actually, so we shipping hot uh, I was about to say, what are we going to call it? Hot, hot, yeah. hot you know, yeah. You put it together? Or, or, or our pie. Our pie. Yeah. Our pie. I'm, I'm shipping it. I'd our love pie. them to end up together. Nothing like a bit of our pie. It wouldn't be bad though. marrying hot pie or cook. <laughs> He does make nice looking pies. No one's gonna. I will kill any people that try to like Slime. rob you or something. And perfect family. No, but I. That might be the end of Hot Pie. Hey, that might be the like goodbye to the show. I just thought. Maybe. Just because. It, but it was nice to see him. Well, I would have thought that like, you know we never see him again. After does Arya bump into Gendry in the same? Well, we saw him one more thing. time though. Remember, we saw him in season four. And that might have been the last time we yeah, saw well, him. Yeah, that's when we saw um, Brienne. Brienne. Brienne, and that's what the story tells. And did we uh, ever Aya. see him since? Probably not. Five no, six. no, I liked it. I thought it was great, and I thought here I went. Yep, Nick. Mm-hmm. Finding her humanity on the way there, she's going to not kill anyone. She's going to go back home. Then she found out about Winterfell, so it happened really quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but by the time she gets to Winterfell, John's going to be. Is she going? To, is she no, going to Winterfell unless, still? You think? Yeah, unless they cross paths, I still believe she's going to go. To oh, Winterfell. Well, see that? I thought Man. that. I thought that at first, until I kind of thought a little bit more about the, the Nymeria scene, because she says to Nymeria, like Nymeria, first she's saying, because that's the Nymeria, obviously mm. she's saying, "Come with me, girl," mm-hmm. and then Nymeria walks away. And she says, that's, that's not, you. not you. Now, Mary is hunting. She's, you know, found her. She, yeah, she's in the woods. She's found who she is. Yeah. Now, see, in the documentary of the Inside Game of Thrones thing that they release every week, mm. they mentioned that that was a callback to her line that she says to Ned in the first season, where Ned says, you know, she wants to be a knight. Yeah. And he says, you can't be a knight, but you can marry a knight and you can have kids and you can rule a castle. And a she castle. says, that's not me. Mm-hmm. And now she's obviously on a different path right now. So right now she's about to head back to Winterfell to be yeah. back to being like <coughs> my lady, Aya. Yeah. You know, to be Aya again. Yeah. And she runs into Nymeria like it used to be before she became the Aya of now. Yeah. And, uh, and she asked Nymeria to come with her, but Nymeria's not meant to be a pet. And even Ned says they're not meant to be pets. Mm-hmm. And Nymeria's hunting, like you said, she's living her own life. And when she turns around and says, that's not you... I think that might be the moment where Arya realizes I'm not going back to Winterfell. But then how's she going to get there? Oh, that's what I thought. I might have spoiled myself with that picture mm. because when I was watching it at first, I thought, oh, well, not at first. After I watched the documentary, I said, oh, they might not be telling the audience that because they mm. might not show her for a few episodes, but that might be her. Like she's realizing that she's not Arya Stark anymore. Yeah. She's assassin Arya. No, mm-hmm. I thought I'm thinking the exact opposite. What you know, are you thinking? You think I'm thinking she's going back to Winterfell. What do you think she meant by saying? A line that okay. interprets, a line that references her saying to her dad, "That's not me." So you think it's just quite well, simple? I, I didn't before. Before I went on and like 
because I was like, oh, what did she say? And then it yeah, came, took me to that yeah. page because I was like, what did she say again? What I first interpreted when it says that's not me is that the wolf didn't recognise that the changes in Arya. Like, oh my no, God. I didn't recognise that, the changes That was my initial, oh, that was be, my initial thought. It actually too. could be still. Because though. Arya was sort of like this, was a, face, was a faceless woman, an assassin. She's and not Nymeria, And Nymeria didn't recognise her. Well, Nymeria recognised her because she, she got less angry. Yeah. But I, I thought but, it was... She, she didn't recognise her, but she saw different. Like she wasn't the same it. person. It goes, this uh, Nymeria's chosen her own path. It's now up to Ari to do the same thing. So we've just said what, the same what thing. What is she going though, to yeah. do? Is she going to choose path. the path where she's going to be assassin, or is she actually going to go back to John, who's basically like her best childhood friend? Well, that's why I'm thinking. If I and didn't I'd know, rather, I'd rather her go back to John. Back to Winston. I'd rather her go back to John. But the way I interpret, and I could be 100% wrong, obviously, the way I interpret that scene right now, just in my head, is that she's realised that she's not Arya Stark anymore. Which means she's going to go back to Winterfell and John's not going to be there. She's going to have to put no, up But she might just go back to King's Landing. She might just turn around and we won't see it. Mm. And then we get that random scene in three episodes time where Cersei's walking and Jamie stabs no. her and then pulls off the but, face and it's Arya. And you're, oh my God! She can't go back to King's Landing if she's she going to get if she's going to get that cat yeah, call. Yeah, she's going to have to go back to Winterfell. Yeah, but we don't know... How that happens? That could happen. This show moves so fast now. We don't know what's going to happen. I don't know. Well, I think she's going. Maybe she finds her. it. All right. So we're putting a bet on. I don't know now. Mm. What did you think she was doing? Do you think she was turning around? I, after I that? when I saw her, I initially thought what Tate said, but then I heard about the saying that was made in, and, and I did read the writer's interpretation. And Is that what they said? I didn't sure. read that. What did so they say exactly? The writer's interpretation was. Um, you know, the, uh, it's not uh, the wolf's not meant to be tamed. It's not meant to be a like pet. her. Yeah, like her. Well, that's why. Yeah, that's why I got out of it after. Um, so I don't know. That's I why know. I think. But I think she, they're both really awesome, valid uh, theories, and I think either one could be right. But are you are you, ba- are you basing it? Though, but are you basing? He's got to bump onto John along the path. Yeah, but are you basing that solely? Think about this, Tate. Be honest here. Are you basing that solely on a picture you saw that she has a sword that Littlefinger has? No. Because, yeah. No, I'm not basing it on oh, that. Because I, I would be very happy if I actually. Gave up her murder. Yeah, I don't think she wanted. I, I don't think she's going to. Unfortunately, no I don't think there's any happen. happy ending for Arya. I really don't think there's a happy or ending. She for goes, I want she it to be. She goes back to Winterfell, and then something happens along the way. I will find out. I bet you won't see her next week either. I bet you you won't see Arya next week. No, you probably won't. But you'll see Bran. Maybe. Is he actually heading back, or is he staying at the war? I think he's going to stay at the war. Yeah, I, I think, think he's, he's probably going to stay at the war. Because, because he is the heir of Winterfell, but then they think John is, obviously, because they don't know. Oh, that's a thing we didn't mention. Uh, all the way back to the Winterfell scene, when you've got the guy who's looking after Robin, who's a bannerman for the Eyrie. Yeah. Oh, Eyrie, sorry. Yeah. He actually says you can never trust a Targaryen, and I'm just thinking that they're implanting the seed that when they find out John's a Targaryen, shit's going to hit the fan. Oh, that's a good point. I mean, John, they're going to find out John's a Targaryen soon. Bran knows. Mm-hmm. That's why I was wondering if Bran's staying there. So when they find out, they're probably not going to follow John anymore. So maybe Sansa will be in charge then anyway. And then Littlefinger will take over. Yeah, maybe. So that could be the story. So John might never come back. He might be leaving Winterfell now, but he might never come back in charge again. Mm-hmm. So that's why I was thinking, does Bran shop and say, I saw a vision? Or, because I don't know. We don't know where Bran's going. We, I assume the he's there. I would have thought that he said that. But I guess he has no point and reason to stay there, I guess. But then again, what are they going to do? Well, Let Sansa Mira drag him the whole people? way? Yeah. I guess Mira Drake did not was, If Bran was to go back to Winterfell, the only person he's going to tell is Sansa. Will Sansa tell anybody else? Well, it matters what kind of Sansa we've got. But it doesn't matter because the minute they hear that, Bran's the heir of Winterfell. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, so yeah, Bran's the heir. So don't yeah, worry about is. Sansa then. Unless Bran dies. No, he won't die. So I don't know. I'd be Brand's I'd back. be kind of shocked if those people don't know he's a Targaryen by the end of this season. 
It just feels like that's the seed they're planting. Plus, it's drama. Why wouldn't you play that if you're writing a story? That's a lot to happen. John has to find out first. Or does he? Yeah, doesn't have to find out. Maybe Danny Danny starts making love with him and then they they have vision. They have the same birthmark. (gasps) Or tattoo that says, I was born a Targaryen. And Jon Snow had never never seen it. Because uh, he, he always looked in the mirror and it was the wrong way around. Yeah. There we go. We've already seen How'd it. How'd you get that tattoo down there? Uh, narrow sea? Uh, yeah, so onto the sea. Uh, Euron attacks Yara and kills two sand snakes and takes Iliara sand and the younger sand snake. I thought, so they, they both didn't die? Two sand uh, snakes died and we saw them on the... One got impaled because one carried a spear. She was the one that got impaled and the other one carried the whip. We saw them at the end. Hung mm-hmm. with it. When uh, Theon is in the water, we actually see them on the bow of the because boat. Because I thought it was Theon hanging off the rope when he jumped. No, no, he's in the water. <laughs> and uh, Theon reverted back to being scared when Yara had a knife to her throat. That's another thing in the mm. scene. But yeah, so two sand snakes are dead, mm-hmm. like we theorised last week would most likely happen. And now you see Iliara sand... And uh, and the other one, the young Sand, I can't remember her name, Obama? Obama. Obama. <laughs> God, we're getting really political in this one. Uh, I don't know. It doesn't uh, matter. One Sand Snake and Iliara Sand are captured by Euron. They're going to be taken back to, obviously, Cersei. And I think next week we're going to see Cersei torture Elia's daughter uh, while she watches because she killed her daughter. Young Sand, yeah. And that's why it's called, what next week's called? Queen's uh, Justice. Queen's Justice. Justice. So I think next week we're going to see a lot of torture of the younger sand something with Danny happening and something with Cersei happening so there's a lot to talk about here so what I want to talk about firstly um, is last uh, last week I was talking about how Euron seems like kind of uh, very what what kind of villain like more of the sort of comic comic booky kind of fun villain Mm. I got a lot from that in this episode I thought it was the the way he sort of got it it was over the top it was it didn't seem really Game of Thrones it was so much fun it was so much fun he's a swashbuckling I'm, I'm a big fan of evil Euron um, um, right now, I like him too, and I yeah. like I like this episode with this battle at the end. Mm-hmm. He became he wasn't just talk anymore. Yeah, we actually saw him do some damage. Yeah, I mean he literally we don't know until early next week. We have to wait to next episode mm-hmm. to find out because it was so dark too. Because yeah. I'm hiding the visual effects. Like I get the feeling that he might have destroyed like Danny's fleet. Wasn't that most of the fleet going over the door? It was, most, it was most of the ships because they were getting was, the um, army over. Mm. Yeah, the Greyjoys. And he said, with well, a smart. He had so much fun. Yeah, he that, was how much ships? He, he was like a joker like, of. Uh, they gave Thrones. a lot of ships to Danny's army. You know, I reckon that was. Like, I bet you that was all of the fleet. Mm-hmm. I bet you that was like ninety-five percent of the fleet. And uh, because they're going there to pick up all the Dawn people, so they're not going to be part of the army anymore. Dawn, they can't. How are they going to travel there now? So Dawn can't travel to come by water anymore. She hasn't got any fleet anymore, and Cersei's got. Euron's uh, bloody fleet mm-hmm. so all of a sudden that's what I was saying earlier Cersei all of a sudden goes from starting at the beginning of this episode with nothing to basically building an army and destroying Danny's army enough to show that she will be a big player come next year she'll still be around mm-hmm. mm. um, well, she, that, she's well, strong now she's powerful and she's got the Bannermen in fear and I said mm-hmm. she was going to take out a lot of people along her way on her downfall oh, absolutely she will. I actually got this idea, and I think this might happen now. Is I think John's <laughs> going to go to Danny and he's going to say White Walkers, mm-hmm. and Danny's the sort of person and we saw already when she tried to free the slaves. Yeah, she's going to understand to do the good first. Mm-hmm. So she's going to agree with John after a little bit of drama. Maybe I'm going to fight the White Walkers with you. Mm-hmm. And now Cersei's got a lot more power, and I think Cersei's a bitch who mm-hmm. doesn't care about White Walkers. She just wants to kill everyone, and Cersei's going to like. So we're going to watch. Everyone fighting the White Walkers, and Cersei's going to come behind and stab everyone in the back. She's going to kill so many people. Sense. And that's why I fought so badly like last season. 
I don't think it's a good idea to kill off Cersei and then suddenly have the last season just be about the White Walkers. I guess so it's boring. I guess it's not good to kill off like the idea of Cersei finally becoming queen yeah. and then killing off because she has no power. Yeah. Now we're going to see that she's going to have power, and that's probably that is better storytelling mm-hmm. at the end of the day. I mean, Jamie can still kill her in the future, maybe. And she, but we can actually she's have such a powerful she's a player. player. I, don't, I think she needs to be around. Some, somehow be involved with the White Walkers and I like the way you said it I think that's a good way of doing it well like they're, they're going to be focusing on the real enemy yeah. and she's going to be like well backstabbing everyone I think she's going to hurt She's going. I bet you she's going to come behind and kill some big people and some armies when they're not looking mm-hmm. and everyone's going to be like we're going to be talking about it on here oh my god you idiot the White Walker army and she doesn't care mm-hmm. she knows nothing of the White Walkers do you think we could have a season finale or that might not that might not that probably won't happen but do you think we'll ever have an image of, a, of the White King sitting on the throne and it turns all icy <laughs> That'd be cool. I know, I like that image. Seems more like a promo for getting. Seems cool though. Yeah. And then the dragon shooting ice on top of him. <laughs> that might that's how the show ends. ends. Mm, that'd be very disappointing. Well, I've said it before on this podcast, but I haven't said it this year. The the show is the book series is called A Song of Ice and Fire, and it's from like this poem in the world that is how does the world end in ice or fire? So what if what we're watching is the story of the end of the world? And I'm not I'm actually not against that, to be honest. I'm really not against the end of the world if they do it right. Mm-hmm. Like Because how do you justify telling this story? You can't just have a new king sitting on the throne at the end of the episode because you're like, well, what happens tomorrow when he gets backstabbed? Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe John Snow becomes the ice king. <laughs> I just think that I don't, know, I don't mind the end of the world. I don't mind this story being like six years of human men being so stupid that they kill each other mm. and then the real enemy comes and they've got nothing to fight him anymore because we're too busy like Cersei stabbing everyone in the back mm-hmm. so then the world ends I, think I don't know if that's going to happen it has to be a new world what, what, the world as we yeah. know it has to end yeah I don't think but that, it doesn't mean that the world has to end it just means that the way the world's the world been we, run well she's already changed. Danny's already mentioned break the wheel break the wheel yeah mm-hmm. which I think yeah the show will not end with a status quo like we already know uh, narrow see we haven't finished yet have we Theon's got visions of his torture yeah. From it, seemed, it seemed like a step back, but I'd I, I come around. It, it makes sense with his character. If he, was, and he's been if, a lot. if he was ever going to advance on Yara and Euron, he, she was going to get a throat. Oh, well, that's so, it. I mean, he didn't think that. I at know the it's time. a cowardly mm. thing to do, but he probably saved his sister's life. Well, that's not. the thing. I agree. Like, he's not like, he didn't think, oh, I'm going to like step I back and was, save he her. He was scared and he, he couldn't handle it. But if he stepped forward, she was dead. Yeah. So it's worked out perfectly because I guarantee, I 100% guarantee, I don't know how it's going to end, come back in but he's going to save Yara. Yeah, there is do. no way they will build his character up for seven years like, and let his sister die. I just feel like he's made a bad mistake and he's redeemed himself. Now it's going to happen again. But it's not a mistake out of evil. It's just scared. I mean, the poor guy's been tortured for so long. And so. He, was, he was broken. And he's actually re- rebuilt himself quite fast considering how broken he hey, was. So maybe it well makes sense that he's still be broken. It's not, like, stuff went down. it's not like the Sansa thing where I thought it, it was a repeat. Now his, With Theon, it makes a little bit more sense. It makes sense because what he's seen, people get chopped up. Up. Yeah. Uh, no, it makes sense. And I, and like I said, there's no way Yara dies. Yeah. He's saving Yara. Mm-hmm. It just seems wrong. It's one again. It's one of those things where the writing is wrong if you don't save her. Elaria, do you think she's? Uh, well, no, it's Yara. I, no, but we're talking about the Sand Snake. Yeah. I, I think the daughter's dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the youngest Sand Snake is dead. Mm-hmm. She's gonna die in front of her next week. Yeah. In a horrible way, probably. Mm-hmm. Or maybe not for a lot. Maybe she'll keep her alive for ages, but she'll die. Mm-hmm. But Ilaria might survive because she loves torturing. Mm-hmm. And I think she. And I, I've heard that the writers and the reason why she's still around, mm-hmm. even though a lot of people don't like her anymore <laughs> on the show. I don't mind uh, she had a bad season. That was it. She had the bad season. Mm-hmm. But season I, five, I um, bad moments. I think she might survive because of that. Because mm-hmm. they like her so much as an actress. Mm-hmm. They like her. And I'm not against her surviving, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I was actually going for the Sand Snakes in the fight. Yeah, I was going for the Sand Snakes. So there you so. go. I mean, I'm not, I just, I'm not even anti the Sand Snakes or the idea of the Sand Snakes. The only thing I was anti is that season five, 
really handled it badly. Yeah. When they went to fight, when they went to Dawn, it was so cheap and ugly. It, it reminded me of a it was cheap, Xena. It, it wasn't it was Xena, and it was a cheap Roger Moore. It was bad, wasn't it? Costume. I always think of that episode where Sansa got raped. It's the unbound, unbent, unbroken. Mm. Yeah. It's the same episode. That same episode also has that ten minute sequence in Dawn with the most horrible fight in Game of Thrones history. Which and I remember that to Russia. Yeah, and I remember watching it going. Am I, I watching... I, I don't want someone to walk in. I didn't want my dad to walk in and say, oh, this is the Game of Thrones you're talking about because <laughs> it was embarrassing. Mm. But overall, I don't mind the girls. They're good-looking girls that kick ass. I'm not against them, but I guess they... Kind of like us. But mm. they mm. they failed because... We've they failed. Let's face it. D&D failed them in season five, so now they're just getting rid of them. I'd prefer... They failed them in season oh, five. I, I, I don't think that's good writing. I'd prefer that in, instead of failing them, they find a way to, un, you know... Yeah, but that, it looks Do like the, it's all over, isn't it, now? It do, oh, it's over now. I mean, Sam, she could survive, Iliara. I loved Oberyn. Yeah, Oberyn Everybody awesome. loved Oberyn. And I liked her in season four, too, but she lost. She just went nuts after he died. Yeah. And she started killing everyone. And her king was right. And I liked that king guy who couldn't get up. Mm. I liked him because he didn't want to fight, but she was just so, oh, oh, I want to kill everyone. She wanted the revenge. She's Cersei. Mm. She's, not as, she's not quite Cersei, but, but she's Cersei. But, all yeah, these got bitches being crazy. For her, so... Well, yeah, I think Yara's going to die. I'm happy. I was scared Yara was going to die for a while, but I, I like her. I was scared too. But uh, I knew the sand stakes were going to die once it started. But I didn't want all the sand stakes to die because I just thought that would be messy. Me either. I just thought if they would die, I'd be like, oh, that is terrible fan service. And then we basically yeah. got it, didn't we? Yeah, <laughs> we nearly got it. But... Um, yeah, overall, it was, it was a good battle. It was. I mean, you had them hiding the fact that they couldn't afford to do a full-scale boat war. But it was so... so in the dark. But it was intense it and was fun so to watch. Inten- and for the... Yeah, and you're right about the swashbuckling element. Like right. I love, like he was nuts. He's a I, nuts. I'm a big fan of me Euron. too. I think he's the best villain we've had since Joffrey, like of the male variety. But Cersei's the king or the oh, queen. I, I like the, but I, I love the Bolton. But yeah, but he goes, he's he's fun. He's like a that's fun what I mean. Villain. But that's I Bolton was, I, became well, too much. He in became the last annoying. Season. Like he wasn't enjoyable after a while. He was mm. just too sadistic. Now Joffrey was sadistic as well, but Joffrey was fun to watch. Oh, he was a bit disturbing. He's different, but he was fun to this watch. This guy, is, this yeah, like, but I liked him. Because I find him the you know the Heath Ledger Joker of uh, ex, you know of the. Because you never knew, you never knew when Joffrey was going to snap. Because Joffrey could do some weirdly nice things sometimes, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then he would snap. Where Bolton was just a bastard. Yeah, the whole way, so he got Bolton's boring. And this guy is basically Romero's Joker from the sixties Batman yeah, in a way. Yeah. And I like it. And I and, and like I said, he was he was a nothing character really, all talk until today when he became a player. Yeah, like he became well, a last player. Season, like, I know in the books he's meant to be this huge character, but last season he kind of seemed a bit weak, just a bit manipulative. Uh, you know, he comes in and just kills his <laughs> cowardly, and I thought, oh, he's no one. And yeah, this week, oh no, he's actually got some skill. Oh, he's a big player to the end now, mm-hmm. because you can see him marrying Cersei now. Mm-hmm. And Jamie getting jealous. This is awesome. This mm-hmm. is this is soap opera. So I guess that's it for this week's pod, unless someone's got a note to say about every other, any part of the episode that we forgot to talk about. Still no Gendry. Still no Gendry. I'm going to miss uh, the Citadel. <coughs> you see it next week anyway. It's not going yet. They're going to leave. And uh, looks like there's going to be another battle next week too from previews. Uh, yeah, you said you saw the Castle Rock thing happening. Yeah. Oh, it's going to happen soon anyway. Yeah. yeah. Well, they sent one army to get Dawn. Mm-hmm. It's fleet, so they were sending the other ones there. So, yeah. Uh, but now we're not going to see the King's Landing thing happen anymore because Dawn's not getting there. I, Dawn's been written out. <laughs> it's been... Mm-hmm. Oh, we can't get there anymore. Goodbye, Dawn. Second time. Uh, so overall, I like the episode. I thought it was a step up from the first, but only a step up in the sense that the first needed to be what it was, and mm-hmm. this had a lot more action. I'm glad that it, it's the end of the first act, two episodes in, when you've only got seven episodes. That was a great episode because this was an end of an act. Mm-hmm. Every piece is in place now, or moving to place. Yeah. You know, John's going to Danny. Uh, Jorah's getting cured. He's about to get kicked out. He's made the decision yeah. that's going to get him kicked out of Citadel. You've got everyone's in the mood. So now we're going to get into the second act, and it's probably going to be the next two episodes, and the last three will be the third act, and we'll be happy. 
Well, we'll see how it, we'll see how it all sets up. I mean, we might get even bigger. It doesn't matter. Now we're... I mean, things are moving. Mm-hmm. You probably won't get another episode, like the first episode of the season again. Even next year, you probably won't get it like that because six episodes to play with. I doubt the first episode of the year is going to be That's anything like but moving. Yeah. yeah. So well, I, I think this season is going to end up well, with a big cliffhanger. I don't think it's going to end like most seasons. I think something's going to happen and you're going to need to see what happens next. The dragon opens his eyes and it goes... That oh, would be an awesome ending, wouldn't it? I love that shot. I want it to mm. happen now. A now dragon can, dies like in... A dragon's going to die. Of this season and then... I actually dragon think a dragon... He's, Targi said dragon won't die episode. this year, but I actually think dragon died this year. And the wall comes down. Remember, this is going to be the end of the second act of the news. A lot of, of stuff whole, happen. Season 7 and 8 are basically one season and you've got to see this finale is going to be The Empire Strikes Back. Mm. So you're going to have... Everything's going to be at its worst come episode 7. So mm. dragon dies, zombie dragon, war falls, Cersei's really nine. powerful. Done. Danny and John having their first marital fight. I mean, <laughs> all the drama is going to happen. You know, Targaryens are better than Tar- Yeah, you're right. <laughs> um, cool. But overall, I liked it. Very yeah, good. Yeah, so. And I can't wait to next week, which is called what, Tate, did you say? Oh, a Queen's Poetic Justice. Queen's Justice. So, obviously, we've already talked, most likely, Cersei, Justice of her daughter getting killed and I'm sure some aspect of the title will tie into what happens with Danny, but I don't really know what that will be right now we'll have to wait and see I can't wait till next week to see John and Danny talking is that next week? yeah we saw it in the trailer there was John John was walking in and she's sitting on the throne in, in next week? yeah oh, Ooh, it's going to be the scene mm-hmm. it's going to be big isn't it? well you guys better talk uh, talk well about it next week why? I ain't, I ain't talking about it I'm not in this pod Oh, you're you kicking me off for the next two weeks. I'm in Bali. Again, oh. I keep going you know to Bali. I miss, out, I miss out on the last pod. No, I'll suck it. I'll be a constant. Yeah. You will be the constant. You'll be here. This is... Just, just like a penny for Desmond. This is Winterfell. But, uh, it's another TV joke. Yeah, you say Chris will be... He'll be away for two episodes. He'll be Tate and I. Uh, but, uh, yeah. And then you'll be back for the finale finale. Like, not the finale, but the summer. The season... I'll be summer, back so. for the summer. But I'll be watching the finale in Spain. Oh, there you go. That's where they shot... Uh, Dawn. Dawn. Yeah. Oh, the best part. The best you place. go to the palace. We could. And take photos. This is where the Sand Snakes This is where fought Dawn. Yeah, and, and Jamie dressed up, looking weird. Anyway, that's it for Cast of Ice and Fire, I reckon. So overall, we all like the episode. It was a step up. Can't wait to next week. And yep. uh, Tate, where can people find you if they want to drink wine? Oh, on Facebook. Probably pictures of me drinking wine. But head over to Facebook, the SA Wine Guy. Find a picture of a guy sniffing through a glass of white wine. That's me. Um, like my page, otherwise I will come to your house and um, hug you. I don't know. I'll give you a sort of Diana Rigg telling off. Um, How dare you? <laughs> or you can head over to the website, which is www.thesawineguide.wordpress.net. Cool. And Chris, uh, thanks for being no on. Problem. You want to tell people stuff or not really? <laughs> i got nothing really to tell you. If you want to find me, I'll be in Bali drinking cocktails and uh, probably trying to watch Game of Thrones at the hotel that we're, we're at like I did last time. I missed a few episodes. So, um, yeah, I'm disappointed <laughs> I'll be missing out on that. As long as I get my Twin Peaks and, and uh, Game of Thrones over there, I'll be happy. And you can find me and this podcast at www.moviemingler.com or on Facebook, just type in Movie Mingler or on Twitter at Movie Mingler. We also got iTunes, just go to the iTunes website, type in Movie Mingler and you can find us and then you can rate subscribe if you want. Or you can go to moviemingler.com and click on one of the podcast posts for a cast of Ice and Fire or the Movie Mingle. And if you scroll to the bottom, there's a link that takes you straight to iTunes where you can, once again, rate and subscribe if you want. Or you can just click play on the website and listen. I don't, or, I don't understand how people can go on the internet and not find us. That's what doesn't confuse me. 
I'm going to call up Google and see if they can have Movie Mingle on their homepage. So when you click on Google, there's got the search bar and at the top, link to Movie Mingle. And uh, yes, hopefully that happens one day. And if not, <laughs> just find us at moviemingle.com. Oh, and you can also download the podcast from there too. It has a download podcasting where you can right click and save that. It's yeah. very easy. It's actually very, very easy. It's an MP3. So. Can our fans uh, fax us? Because they can tweet us, email us. No. No, no fax. I haven't got a fax machine. Beeper? But I have an email that you can email, which is uh, nickdescalzi at gmail.com, which is N-I-C-K-D-E-S-C-A-L-Z-I at gmail.com. It's really easy. Uh, email if you want and ask questions, request movies and or podcasts. Anyway, that's it. Thanks very much. And Thank we'll you. be back next week with a review of Season 7, Episode 3 of Game of Thrones, which is... The Queen's Justice! Queen's Justice. Queen's Justice. Bye for now. Starring John and Danny. Ciao.